Good morning, church family, and welcome back to worship this week. We're so glad that you've joined us. We invite you to sing with us as we sing, Oh, for a thousand tongues. Let's sing together. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing my great Redeemer's praise, the glories of my God and King, the triumphs of His praise. Master and my God, assist me to proclaim, to spread through all the earth abroad the honors of thy name. All praise and glory, wisdom and strength, forever we sing to Sing to the King. 
Church family, let's read scripture together this morning. When they approached Jerusalem, Jesus said to two disciples, Go into the village, and you will find a donkey tied there and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. The disciples laid their coats on the donkeys, and Jesus sat on the coats. Most of the crowd spread their coats on the road. Others were cutting branches from the trees and spreading them on the road. The crowds ahead of him and those who followed him were shouting, When he entered Jerusalem, all the city was stirred, saying, And the crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But Jesus answered, I tell you, if these become silent, the stones will cry out. Hello, and welcome to First Baptist Church, our worship service today on this Palm Sunday. We're so blessed that you've joined us. We pray that you have experienced the presence of God as you've, you've worshiped along with, with Brother Chad and our worship team this morning. And we pray that as the scripture has been read, that, that it is stirred in your heart and that God is beginning to work and to, to speak to you even now. As I mentioned, today is Palm Sunday. I love Palm Sunday. It's one of my favorite Sundays of the year. Can't you just see Jesus riding into Jerusalem on top of that donkey, sitting on the coats that the disciples had had carefully placed upon that donkey? I love to imagine the crowds, the crowds going before Jesus, the the crowds behind Jesus, putting their coats down in front of Him and and that donkey as they, they walked into the streets of Jerusalem cutting palm branches along the way and and waving those palm branches and laying those palm branches at the feet of Jesus as again as he, he rode into Jerusalem. I love to close my eyes and and listen to the crowd, to listen to the crowd shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna. To the highest. Wouldn't you have loved to have been in Jerusalem on that day for that procession as Jesus came into Jerusalem with the crowds all around him? You know what I miss today? What I miss right now? I, I miss the crowds. I miss the crowds of March Madness last month. I missed the crowd last week of all city orchestra and band as Dr. Benson would have introduced the last song as 1,000 musicians from grades 5 through 12 representing every school, school in the Norman public school system by saying, this will be their first rehearsal and their last performance. I'll miss the crowd of the spring game at Owen Field in that was supposed to be in just a a few days. But mostly, 
Mostly I miss gathering in worship with you. Gathering with you on this Palm Sunday to celebrate the entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. But I'm so thankful. I'm thankful that we have this this platform, this medium through social media that we can gather online to worship and to share this time together. You know, Jesus says where two or three are gathered in His name, that He is with them in their midst, that He is present with them by faith. I believe that God is with us today as a church community, as we worship online. And I believe that God is with you, whether you're at home by yourself or you're gathered with your family and your friends in a small group watching and worshiping with us today. Yes, we long for the crowds of everyday life. The faces, the smiles, even the embraces that that we're used to seeing and that we're used to experiencing, even as we would go to the grocery store or to the mall or to church. We miss the crowds. But church and but folks, we must continue to remain strong and we must continue to, to be vigilant as we isolate ourselves to slow down this spread of this virus called COVID-19. In Oklahoma, authorities are telling us that the peak of infection is yet to arrive. It could possibly be here in the next couple of weeks. So our isolation not only protects us, it not only protects our families, but it protects our neighbors, our friends, and those that we care about. You may have heard of the heartbreaking story of the Skagit Valley Chorale in Washington State. They gathered to rehearse on March the 10th. There were no closures at the time in their state or in their community, and the choir of 60 members gathered to rehearse, knowing that they were well under the limit of 250 people that the state had suggested. Choir officials were not aware of any cases of COVID-19 in the community area. Choir members were encouraged to stay home if they felt any type of sickness or unease. As the choir members gathered, they practiced their social distancing and hand sanitizer was provided to every member as they came into the rehearsal. One member remembered saying that there was no sneezing, no coughing. No one appeared to be sick in any way. Three weeks later, 45 members of that choir of 60 are sick. 28 have been diagnosed with the virus. Three are hospitalized and two have passed away. Certainly our hearts, our prayers go out to this church and this community in the state of Washington. But friends, it's a reminder that we must persevere and we must continue to isolate ourselves and practice social distancing and keeping our hands clean 
during these days. Yes, we miss the crowds. We long to be back with the crowds. But this season will pass. And soon enough, we will be back together, worshiping and sharing life with one another. But in the meantime, know that the presence of God is with you and that each of us can continue to reach out to one another by phone and by text, email, and by other means. Church, many are hurting in our church and in our community, are hurting from the loneliness and the isolation. Would you please, this afternoon, someday this week, pick up your phone and call and just check in and visit by phone with those that are alone. Thank you. As we talk about Palm Sunday, my attention is, is certainly drawn to the crowd, but in addition to the crowd, there's a couple of other areas I wanted us to, to reflect on today. First of all, I want us to reflect on this picture of Jesus riding into Jerusalem on a donkey. A donkey of all things. It, it must have been silly to see a, a grown man riding in on the colt of a donkey. But Jesus obviously knew the prophecy of Zechariah 9, verse 9, that said, See your king. He comes to you righteous and having salvation, gentle and riding on a donkey. And surely the crowd must have, have known this prophecy as they, they cried out to Jesus, Hosanna! Hosanna to the highest! But if we're honest with ourselves, this is not the picture of the Messiah that, that we and that especially the Jews were looking for. And this is certainly not the Messiah that the Roman authorities feared. Yet into Jerusalem, Jesus the Messiah rode on a donkey. What great humility Jesus demonstrated in that moment. He was the King of kings. He was the Lord of lords. He was mighty God on a donkey. But He was also, and especially in that moment, He was the suffering servant. And into Jerusalem, Jesus rode as the, the suffering servant, humbly and submissively, to the will of His Father. Soon that same crowd would be calling for Jesus' execution. Soon His disciples would deny, and one of them would even betray Him. Soon Jesus would be beaten and unjustly condemned to die on a cross. Soon Jesus would be dead and placed in a tomb. Jesus came to Jerusalem humbly and on a donkey to offer salvation through His death on the cross. But don't be fooled, for one day Jesus will return, but not upon a donkey, but upon a white horse, a, a white stallion. Revelation 19 verse 11 says this, 
it tells us that the rider of this white horse will be called Faithful and True. He will come as the mighty warrior to bring justice and to defeat the enemies of His kingdom. The Scripture says that His name will be Word of God. On His robe will be written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So let us not be fooled by the humility of our Savior. True humility reveals strength, not weakness. True humility reveals restraint and self-control. But oh, how we want to see Jesus. We want to see Jesus on that white stallion. Oh, how we want to see Him grab a hold of COVID-19. How we want to see Him grab a hold of, of cancer, of Alzheimer's, of all those diseases that we fight against. We want to see Jesus ride in and, and grab a hold of all the injustice in our world. But today, today, Jesus comes humbly riding on a donkey. And like Jesus, we too must understand that these next days will be difficult. We will be reminded in these next days, in this holy week, that death accompanies life. That death is a reality in this world in which we live. But let us also remember that the humility of today turns into the resurrection power of Easter Sunday. The humility of Christ today offers hope that one day Jesus will return not on a donkey, but on a white horse. And as Jesus, as Jesus practiced humility, we too must embrace and practice humility, especially during this season of life. We must listen to our authorities who seek to protect and to serve us, who seek to keep us safe. We must reach out to those who have lost work we must make sure that their needs are being met, even as it would cost us. A bag of groceries, maybe paying a bill that, that needs to be paid, are one of the ways you could reach out and, and serve and love and offer a, a, a humble act of service to a friend or neighbor or family member. We humble ourselves during these days by staying home, by practicing social distance, by not gathering in groups. The humility of Jesus saved our lives. And the humility that we must practice today could save the lives not only of your friends and family, but also of your neighbors. Secondly, I want us to better understand this word, Hosanna. If you will, Hosanna is the, the preeminent Palm Sunday word, while Hallelujah 
I believe, is that preeminent Easter Sunday word. Let's read together from Psalm 118. Verse 24 begins, and I suspect it's a a familiar passage to you, but I I want us to focus on the, the couple of verses that follow. Verse 24 says, This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, do save. We beseech you. O Lord, we beseech you. Do send prosperity. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. And then in verse 28, You are my God, and I give thanks to you. You are my God, and I extol you. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His loving kindness lasts forever. Isn't that a beautiful psalm? I hope it was familiar to you because verses 25 and 26 are the passages, are the verses that are are the reference point for Palm Sunday and of the crowd as they sang Hosanna to the Lord. Listen again to verse 25 and 26. O Lord, save us. Do you know how that word is translated from the Hebrew? Hosanna. That word says, Hosanna. Lord, grant us success. Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You see, this is that that psalm that the crowd shouted before Jesus as he entered into Jerusalem. Hosanna means, Lord, save us. Hosanna is the cry of help from a people to their king when they are in distress. Hosanna to the son of David is the cry to their King Jesus to save them. Hosanna to the highest is the cry of the people to the highest reaches of heaven, to the highest reaches of where God may be, to Him for their salvation. 2,000 years later, we, we simply think of this word Hosanna as a word of worship and of praise. And certainly it is. But Palm Sunday reminds us that Hosanna is first and foremost a cry for deliverance in the day of trouble. Hosanna is the cry of the oppressed. It's the cry of the sick for healing. Hosanna is the word we use on this side of Easter Sunday. Church, Hosanna is the cry of today. You can hear the cries of Hosanna from all over the world, all over our nation and our community. Save us from COVID-19. Save us from our fear. God, save us from what we don't know. Save us from our loneliness. Save us from having to be home with these people all the time. Save us from our need to always be coming and going. Save us from our inability to work in these days and and to provide for our family. God, save us. These are the days of Hosanna, the days 
of salvation. But thank God that Jesus' story does not end on Palm Sunday with Hosanna. Thank God that Easter is coming. Thank God that even though these days and the days of Holy Week are despairing, that we can look forward to and anticipate Easter. Because we all know that on Easter Sunday, the world changes and our language changes as our language shifts from Hosanna to Hallelujah. Simply put, Hallelujah means let us praise God. We read a few minutes ago from Psalm 118, the the Hosanna passage. Psalm 117 is just a very brief passage, a couple of verses. It's a Hallelujah passage. It reads, Praise the Lord, all nations, The Hebrew, the original language, hallelujah, all nations, all the peoples, laud Him for His loving kindness is great towards us and the truth of the Lord is everlasting. Hallelujah, praise the Lord is how that psalm ends. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, the Lord has saved us. Hallelujah. Revelation 19 verse 6 says, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God Almighty reigns. Hallelujah is an Easter word. Hallelujah that Jesus died for our sin. Hallelujah that Jesus defeated death. Hallelujah that Jesus has forgiven us and given us eternal life. Church, We are a hallelujah people. But we must recognize that as long as we are on this earth, that we are also Palm Sunday, Hosanna people. And the world around us, the world suffering from death and disease, hopelessness and despair, the world around us is crying out, Hosanna, Hosanna, hoping that someone, hoping that God will answer their prayer. Church, this is a critical moment for us to to share and to tell the good news of, of Jesus and of Easter Sunday as well. Church, it's also a time for us, along with the world, to cry out, Hosanna, too. You see, we must cry out Hosanna so that the world can hear us. Hosanna to the Son of God. Hosanna to Jesus. Hosanna, Lord, save us. And by the grace of God, we can model and show and give witness and testimony to how God has saved us and redeemed us. How God has brought salvation from the betrayals, the injustices, and the deaths of our world. Church, let us also cry out, Hallelujah! The Lord God Almighty reigns. Today is Palm Sunday, but Easter Sunday is coming. Amen. And let's pray. Father, 
today is a, is a Hosanna day. It's a Hosanna day in our world. It's a Hosanna day in our nation and in our community. It's a Hosanna day in, in many of our families as we cry out, save us. So Lord, give us the courage to walk with you during these days. Give us the courage to, to trust in you, to place our faith in you, to go to the cross with you. And Jesus, allow us to celebrate with you the power of resurrection. Even though today's Palm Sunday, may we know that Easter is coming and that even now we can cry out hallelujah and praise you because you are our Savior, our Lord, the one who brings life in the midst of death, the one who brings hope even in the midst of isolation, even in the midst of being out of work, even in the midst of disease. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. Amen. Amen. And God bless. Thank you so much for joining us today and worshiping with us. You know, we've, we've been blessed to hear from some of you. We, we have folks that have been tuning in from Africa. We learned uh, this week that we have one of our, our recent members who has gone back home to Vietnam, was able to join us by Facebook and, and worship with us. We're, we're so excited to know that, that this, this worship service is reaching the nations, the peoples of this world. We've, we've heard of folks from uh, Florida and many other states that are worshiping with us. So we welcome you and we invite you to, to let us know where you're worshiping from and, and who you are. If you go to our website on, uh, at fbcnorman.org, there's a drop down there for prayer requests. And, and you can communicate to us your prayer requests, where you're watching from, and we'd love to hear from you and, and, uh, and know how to pray for you during these days. Again, church members, if you have family members, neighbors, friends that are impacted by COVID, please let us know. Let us know how we can be praying and how we can reach out. If, if you've been impacted by a loss of employment, or have friends or neighbors that have, let us know so that we can, can pray alongside of you and, and maybe there'd be ways we could come together to minister and to, to help during these days. And let me share with you a, two invitations. First of all, this Wednesday night, we have had our evening prayer meeting by Zoom. Zoom is a great online tool that we can use to gather as, as many as a hundred of us. And last Wednesday night we gathered, there were... Uh, probably over 50 of us that gathered during that time to pray together, to see each other, to, to listen to each other, to share scripture. And so we'd invite you to join us by Zoom. We'll be sending an email out with that meeting ID number, or you can email us or give us a phone call and we can provide you with that uh, ID number so you can join us Wednesday night. And then next week, next week is Easter Sunday. And we look forward to worshiping together again online in our homes, wherever it is that you're able to, to watch us from. And we're going to share together in the Lord's Supper on Easter Sunday at the conclusion of our, our service together. And so I want to invite you now to begin making your preparations, to, to gather your bread, to, to gather your cup, to share with us. You may want to prepare a little altar there with those elements, but please be ready, please prepare. Get those things that you would need so that next Sunday as we enter into worship, we can share together 
in the Lord's Supper. And now, as we conclude our time together, Mike Lane comes to share what God is doing and stirring in his life during these days and to close us with a word of prayer. Thank you, and I look forward to worshiping with you again next week. Good morning. Thank you for worshiping with us this Palm Sunday. You know, as I sit around this empty sanctuary, I'm, I just think back to all the memories that I've had in the 30 plus years of attending this church. You know, there's been some great music, the Christmas musicals, Easter musicals, children's musicals. There's been great concerts, worship services, baptisms, weddings, even funerals that I've had here. And you know, I've always kind of just taken for granted that we'd always be able to come to this place of worship anytime we wanted, when it was convenient for us. You know, these last several weeks have given us reason to pause and, and just think about what's really important in our lives. And I think that as we think about our church, it's, it's not just the building, it's the people. But it's also about worshiping corporately together, to be able to fellowship with one another, to, to greet each other and to support one another. And quite frankly, we miss that. There's still opportunity for us to do that. I'm glad you're here with us this morning, worshiping together. Hopefully your Sunday school classes will get together, Zoom meetings and other things, just to stay in touch and stay in fellowship with one another. I look forward to the day when once again meet together where I can greet each of you with a smile, with a handshake, with a hug, and we can once again worship the God that we love together. In the meantime, during this Holy Week, as we approach Easter, my prayer is that you'll have an opportunity to share with those around you the hope that is Easter, the hope that Christ brings that the world around us needs to hear so desperately. And I also hope you have opportunity to continue to support our church, to support our staff, and to support the ministries that they do, and to support fellow members in prayer, with your financial giving, however that means to you to be able to support one another. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we're just so grateful for the love that you have for us. That's evidenced by Christ going to the cross on Good Friday to take on our sins. And it's evidenced in the hope that we have in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Savior. And Father, this morning I pray for this church. I pray for each person that, that attends, each person that's watching this morning that you would just bless them, that you give them the strength to, to fight whatever comes their way, Father, to be able to endure the isolation that so many are feeling. And Father, that you would continue to grow us as a church. We'd have opportunities to reach others, to share the love of Christ. Father, we pray for, for our community. We pray for our world. Father, just that your spirit would move, that you'd bring healing that, Father, you would grant those that are searching a way to find a cure for this, this disease that, that just continues to haunt us. Father, give our leaders wisdom as they lead. Father, pray for the ministers of this church, that you just bless them. Father, that you'd give them a spirit of, of just a passion for what they do and wanting to share the gospel. I pray for each member that you'd help us to find a way continue to serve alongside them, that we continue to support this church and the ministries that it does. And Father, as we go through this Holy Week, as we prepare to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, I just pray that you put it on each of our hearts to, to truly understand the magnitude of the sacrifice, to be able to share the hope 
that is in Christ Jesus, the hope of a resurrection and of future. Father, pray all this in the name of my redeeming Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.